Coming to you from the Black Swan Media Studios, this is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. What is up? We are going a little bit early. Usually we start a little bit late, but we're starting a little bit early tonight. So here we go. Yes, I see the blue light. Kim Battalion is in the audience over from our Dark Lake Dugan's uh, channel. Check those guys out. Uh, they have a great podcast. I see Flying Rich out there. MKJO, uh, Space Texan, um, Shred Wizard. And today, before we get into today, my, sorry, Long day. Uh, before we get into today's guest, I want to go ahead and talk about our sponsors. Our first sponsor is something that is probably going to be needed pretty soon with all the new regulations coming down, and that is Tusk, which is a cryptocurrency focused on the gun market. And I hit the wrong button. Told you. Long day. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. And we are sponsored by Black Swan Tactical, where you can get really cool t-shirts and other stuff. Black Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. And, but of course, we are also sponsored by the wonderful Patreons out there who support this channel and my news channel. You can go to patreon.com slash John Crump for further details. All right, with that said, let me bring on today's guest. Today's guest is a guy who makes 80%. What's an 80%? Let's find out. Jordan from JFD Supply. How are you doing? What's up, John? How's it going today? Yeah, man. We've been in some battles together, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's been it's been fun going at it uh, with you, I guess. Yeah, with a, <laughs> with, against some anti-gun groups proposing to be good, proposing to be pro-gun groups in right. in your home state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So how how's sales going with Biden in, in office? He's he's officially my new uh, favorite gun salesman. It, it started out with Obama, and then uh, was it uh, David Hogg, and now we're now Obama or Biden's kind of crept up there. So yeah, when are you getting triggers back in stock? <laughs> this week, I think uh, Wednesday for yeah. the for the Stig. Yeah, P three twenty. Yeah, yeah. We should have them Wednesday. No so. one has them. Yeah, I know. 
I know. It's just like everything else. Also, uh, Ben Griffith wants to thank you for what you do. Oh, you're welcome, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, another question that I had when people saw that you were coming on was, when is the jigs going to be back in stock? Yeah. Um, probably next week. We, we run tons of them, and, and we don't do any back orders with them. Uh, we post them live inventory, and there's they sell out within maybe a half an hour. So um, we're ramping that back up again. So, yeah, maybe, maybe next week. Yeah, uh, Ben Griffith says people love your stuff and their, and their flux raiders. Oh, yeah, nice. I need to get one. Yeah, those do look nice. Those do do look nice. So let let's jump into the main reason I have you here. A Biden seems to be going after so called scary ghost guns, and he said that you know he gave the ATF thirty days, and um, and um, basically that's almost here. Right. What do you think's gonna happen? I don't know. I, I think today would be 30 calendar days, maybe. Uh, maybe it's tomorrow. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, it is, but I'm giving them like... Uh, yeah, give them another couple of days. They got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think really what's what's happening is a lot of chest pounding, and I really don't think much is going to change. Um, we've all read that leaked document, um, and you've talked about it on your show. Uh, so I... I I don't know. Uh, a couple of the key points I took away from the, the first half that I read was that they think retailers like us that, that don't utilize an FFL will either sell the frames by themselves, the, the 80% or precursor receiver frames by themselves or the parts kits by themselves, uh, but not both. So that would indicate that we can basically still do what we're doing, but you know, create a separate sales receipt or a separate sales order specifically for just the receiver or the frame. And then the rest of the parts would be shipped or ordered as their own item. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say really what, what they're going to do. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that they can. I mean, I'm sure they can. It's a government, but I don't know that they can do much. Uh, I think they want to put this out there to appease their, their people and then kind of brush it under the rug and, and move on. So I'm not sure what exactly is going to happen. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Um, one thing is for certain that GOA is there to battle. Um, we're going to take, we're going to take this on head on, and we'll go. And we will spend no. We, uh, dude, I'm so out of it today. We, we will spare no money to defeat anything that they they put out. Um, okay, so. There's some questions in here. Uh, will there be any kits with 3D printed components? That's from Flying Rich. Yeah, for sure. We just got, um, we're sourcing rails right now and, and locking blocks, which is two components that we don't sell for the Glock product because uh, Polymerady includes those with their their builds. But yeah, I think we just got rails in. Uh, we're using Avis rails and then uh, Matchpoint USA locking blocks for the time being. So uh, we'll, we'll crank through those. Um, I think we just got the rails in today, so we got to kit them up and, and get them ready and 
create the product and everything. But yeah, that's, that's our new uh, focus, I guess would be the 3d printing world. So trying to try and get caught up with, you know, up to speed on that segment as well. Uh, Dead Horse says, why is your eBay account shut down? He can't buy your Patmos slide for 149 that they're listed on eBay, but on the website, they're out of stock. Yeah, they're out of stock. So the eBay listing, uh, I don't know, we probably should take that down. I guess we haven't been on eBay in quite a while. PayPal shut us off and stole like $4,500 out of our account. Uh, Well, they never gave it to you? No, they never gave it to us. They said they had to wait. 180 days they waited 180 days and withdrew it and put it into their own account so uh, and then you can't get a hold of anybody at paypal so i'm not the only one it's happened to i talked to a couple other guys they did the same thing too that were selling you know gun parts not even guns of course and uh yeah so our slides were uh we're just trying to keep up on on our build completion kits so we don't have any that are available outside of that for the well it's been that way since probably March of last year. So yeah, we don't have any slide components or slides by themselves at the moment. Yeah. I got a cup, a couple of the slides here, one for a Glock and one for a three twenty, which I can't use right now because I have no trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you one. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Status on the scorpion. Oh, by the way, if you guys don't know, uh, they're going to come out with a, uh, a score, an 80% Scorpion. Yeah, CZ Scorpion. So we're, we're still waiting on the ATF, and I, I don't know. They're, of course, slow playing everything. So we're coming up on, I think, two years on on that submission. Uh, there's 3D printed uh, 3D printed files out there, and they, they work just fine. I've, I've shot them. So we're moving into production on those parts as well, but things like that just take time. There's, there's really nothing out there. So we have to reverse engineer everything and we have to buy factory parts, which are hard to come by right now too. So, uh, we're working on it. We're just so far behind on our normal, you know, Glock and and P320 stuff that, uh, you know, it's just, everything just takes time. Yeah. I guess, uh, flying rich didn't know about the scorpion. They're talking about like 3d printing a scorpion. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I th- oh, uh, I have been following following a very interesting story out of Southern Australia. Follow me. Southern Australia is just made Nerf guns firearms, and you're going to need a firearms license and register, which is almost impossible to get. Right, right, and register them with. Uh, southern the southern australian authorities for nerf gun they already did the same thing with with uh airsoft guns but now they're doing it with nerf guns that's crazy the scary thing but nobody nobody's coming to take your guns though yeah uh the scary thing is that you know a lot of the democrats say that hey we want to be like australia when it comes to firearms Right. And here they are taking Nerf guns. I'm not sure Nerf gun has ever been used in a crime. Yeah, not successfully. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I, I thought that that's, was that's wild, insane, that's wild. Yeah, I met a guy from Australia once. We do the Knob Creek 
machine gun shoot out there. They have a gun show as well. So we, we've done that for a number of years. And I actually met a guy from Australia that he showed me his gun permit and uh, it listed a whole bunch of different things. And he, there was a segment on it. Like I forget the classifications, but classification one was for like BB guns, slingshots and blow guns. Like what, like how, how you need a license for that. Oh yeah. You need a license for everything. So they're, they're wild out there that with their, with their laws, they said if they knew that he was, he was in the United States for work, but always plans it around the machine gun shoot to come and check it out. He said, if they knew that that's what he was doing, the government wouldn't let him leave. Uh, if they knew he was going to the machine gun shoot. So that is insane. Space Texans have been shot with a Nerf gun in the eye before. <laughs> Even though it was Nerf gun, that probably didn't feel too good. Yeah, but I I thought that was insane. Knob Creek is awesome. There is yeah. a, a firearm event coming up this month uh, called uh, the IV8888 uh, shoot. Are you going? Definitely. Yeah, we'll be there with uh, one of our buddies. I guess you could say we're kind of splitting the booth. So stuff and things. Inc. is the name of his company. So they do a lot of CAD design and they do a bunch of different triggers, uh, AK, like kind of fancy, cool, cool designs for triggers and different things like that. So um, we're going to show off a uh, Glock trigger, uh, a, a binary Glock trigger that we're going to, we've been working on. He's been working on a binary um, Glock trigger. Yeah. So we're going to show it there, I guess. We said it here first, but, <laughs> but yeah, we'll have that down there so you can try it out. Wait that on ATF is, approval on that too. So once that gets approved, we'll start cranking those out. That is awesome. Um, yeah, I a lot of fun stuff going I, on. I'm definitely going to try one of those out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I will be. Uh, I will be down there. Yeah, GOA going? Or are you going? GOA is going. This is yourself. Yeah, good. Yeah, GOA is going. Uh, Jordan's going to be down there. Uh, Phil Raboli, who hosts a Minuteman moment, will be there as well. Uh, Rachel Malone out of Texas. I will be there. Yeah, I'm not sure who else is going. Cool. Yeah, I met Jordan at the Palmetto State range day there. Yeah, he sent me a picture of of you guys. I posted it to our GOA chat. I'm like, hey, look, two Jordans. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be cool. It'll be good to see all you guys down there. Yeah, JSD and GOA, if you guys don't know, have a really good working relationship. JSD, GOA, and DEFCAD, uh, Defense Distributor, yeah. have a really good relationship with each other. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, especially since the Biden administration, all their stupid crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's great being able to get with you guys and DefCAD and you know those folks there, just keeping all the information flowing between us. It's it's going to help out a lot. It already has helped out a lot, so yeah. it's nice being able to hear you know other industry people talking about what potential could happen and that sort of thing. So yeah, we definitely appreciate all that. Yeah, GOA is big behind the unfinished firearms. Uh, we were a big supporter of unfinished firearm companies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, which is which is really good. Um, because I'm a big supporter of unfinished firearms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we took on a um, an, a a pro gun group in Pennsylvania who is anti gun, FOAC, which you know they're against the ghost guns because you guys are what what was the phrase that the president used? I don't remember now, but he wants a paper trail is is the long and short of it. Um, and that's not something we necessarily support at all. I mean, it's freedom, man. You, you have the right to have guns. You have the right to make your own guns. It, it's that that's what we stand for. We're always going to stand for that. And we're always going to stand against an overreaching overbearing government. So if you're going to be part of an organization that, that holds those values, then we are against that as well. So, um, it's been weird uh, trying to deal with that. Uh, and he keeps popping up on different things and people keep sending me, you know, did you see this? Did you see that? And it's like, man, just, just give it a rest, man. You know, that's not me, a pro. He called me yeah. unethical. <laughs> yeah. He probably called you a lot of other things too. I would guess. I, I, I just let him talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's very clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just let him talk. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm not against any arm at all for any citizen to own uh, musket, knife, spear, slingshot, machine gun, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into muskets or muzzle loaders, but I'm never going to stand against you to to be able to own one. If you want one, great. That's that's fantastic. I support that. But uh, to, to be a pro-gun advocacy group and be against part of the industry and part of what the entire second amendment is based on is just mind boggling to me. So here, fly rich of what about nuclear weapons? You've been a smart ass. <laughs> if you can afford it, rich, go for it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, rich is a smart ass. He's going to be at the IV 8880. Oh, cool. I'm um, hopefully yeah, not cool. crashing airplanes because that's what he does. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. I yeah. did hear that. So yeah, it's definitely, it, it was definitely an interesting conversation. My favorite part of it was like, who, what did you say? Something about, you know, you know, I never said that on video because I, I never said that. And there's no video of me saying that. And who recorded me saying it so I can, because, <laughs> because that's illegal to record me saying that. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. You never said that. But you want to know who recorded you? Yeah, yeah. It's just a strange, strange, strange whole thing. It definitely was. It definitely was strange. It's like I can't believe you recorded me. I'm like, dude, I I don't care. Yeah, yeah. We have Come attorneys. On. Like, like nothing. So, I so is everybody else. Yeah. Well, that was what I said. I said, "Oh, I'm copying." I, I was like, "Okay, I just copied my attorney." I wasn't talking about that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sue you. I have other ways. My attorney wants to know what other ways you are talking about. Is that a threat? <laughs> He's like, "Oh, oh my, yeah." I don't know. I don't know. Weird. That's all I can say about it. It weird. was. It was extremely weird, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't get it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Amon Brown, FOAC gave him a B plus 
Yeah. The guy that wants magazine restrictions, the ban, 80% firearms. Uh, what else do you want? Uh, oh, he wants like mental testing for firearms. He wants a firearms license, wants a registry. Yeah, that, that, that's a B-plus guy there. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a B-plus to me. Yeah. If you if you support FOAC, you uh, don't know what you're doing. And yeah, until they get their until they get their stuff together, at least on this issue, I, I I can't see supporting them or recommending anybody support them. It's yeah, well, it's not part gonna, of the not part of the program. I was going to let it all go and move on until they called me unethical. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of hoping he would just go away back to wherever it was that he was before I heard about him, but he keeps popping up. I don't know. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Oh, Salt uh, Dog Armory says it sounds like a bolt grade. When I confronted them about it, their answer was we did that to see if you would report on it. Like, what? <laughs> How does that make any sense? That's weird. I don't know. That's a straight. That's. More weirdness out of that. I don't know. Hold on for one second here. Let me do this. There you go. Rich with the $2 super chat. He can't shoot guns with his mind. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be an interesting time. But I do believe that... A lot of stuff that Biden is pushing, there's no chance of anything happening, and it's to appease people. Just like Chipman. We are going to try to crush Chipman. And I will let you guys know here, I am consulting for a couple of uh, uh, people in Congress right now on the whole ATF. Nice. Can't say who or whatever, but yeah. That's awesome. I uh, I just read a thing today a little bit ago that said they think they only have like 52 yes votes on Chipman in the Senate. So they're not sure that that's going to go anywhere. Oh, wait till you see what I have planned. <laughs> I arranged something. <laughs> oh, it, I it, can't it, wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure I, it's not like journalism It's advocacy arranged something. There's going to be some surprise guest. Good. So that's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be really good actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When are you going to drop that? Or is that, I'll talk to, to be you determined in secrecy. No, right. no, no, no. There is definitely a time for it. Okay. All right. Good. There is so definitely a plan. time, but uh, I'm not going to drop the plan until it's front and center on everyone's TV. And I sit back and laugh. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a good one. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Chipman, yeah, it's kind of a hard time getting through, but we have to keep on pushing so he doesn't flip a couple people. Uh, Chipman is a very, very interesting nominee. 
it is like Eric Pratt being nominated to the ATF. Yeah. You know, or Cody Wilson being nominated to head of the ATF. <laughs> you know, people who extremely hate the ATF and will would like to just shut it down. Right. Or Super Attorney Rob Olson, who watches the show but never comments out there. Um, <laughs> you know, him and being in the ATF, being the head of the ATF. But yeah, yeah. it's just it's just crazy. A Chipman, if you don't know, he worked for Giffords. He still works for Giffords. He's worked for every town and everything else. He also thinks that magazines holding more than 10 rounds should be classified as machine guns because it lets you speed up the uh, rate of fire. I found a uh, article. Um, actually, I didn't. My friend Alan Rice found found the documentation and he passed it on to me. Thank you, Alan. Um, Alan is the New Hampshire director for GOA. He was like, hey, you might find this interesting. You might be able to use this somehow. And it was a document that Chipman wrote for Gifford where he talks about magazines and a bunch of other stuff and how the ATF can not uh, not go through Congress to get the law changed, but just to reclassify magazines as holding more than 10 rounds as machine guns, <coughs> which I thought was kind of insane. He also said that he wanted to reclassify shotguns um you know as the holding more than 12 rounds whether a pump action or non-pump action as a destructive device so basically his plan is to take a bunch of stuff and just move it to the nfa by changing definitions you know which is yeah i don't i don't know that they can do that i don't know what the legal precedence is there to to be able to put stuff on or take stuff off i'd imagine congress has to get involved well he he wants to do it the same way they did bump stocks yeah so we will see i i think that's a very very dangerous dangerous thing yeah very dangerous yeah i just realized i had let me just take down my banner i'm an idiot I I had a phone number in my banner. <laughs> I did a call-in show. And, oh. You know, so I had not my cell phone number. Yeah. 571-310-GUNS. <laughs> I mean, you can call it. No one's going to pick up. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. So, Chipman uh, wants to use the same thing that they did with bump stocks, but that right now is even in question because the sixth circuit court thanks to thanks to right. super attorney Rob Olson and uh, GOA for fighting that in the sixth circuit, which we haven't got uh, the stay um the injunction back from the district court yet. You space section, you can call and prank call the number. There's no one there. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're going to be print calling. You're going to be wasting your own time. <laughs> so, yeah. So the Sixth Circuit, this is going back to the district court. Uh, the district court has not issued the injunction on how wide the injunction is going to be. Uh, we will see. 
one thing I do know, I, well, I don't know, um, that if they try to get it on bonk, which the state might do, um, I don't think that they're going to get an unbank hearing. And I think the, the federal government knows that. And I'm, I'm not sure if they're willing to risk going to the Supreme court, because in this case, this is, this is going to be a, a case that the Supreme court will probably have to take because you had the 10th circuit saying that, yeah, they're machine gun. Then you have the sixth court saying, no, they're not. So you have two, di- two, circuit court saying two different things so the supreme court almost have their hands tied and the likelihood of the supreme court ruling that they are a machine gun is it's probably a coin flip so i don't see the federal government appealing to the supreme court either so i think we're going to have this weird type of system where there are machine guns in certain parts of the country and other parts of the country they're totally legal to own That's a strange predicament. Yeah, there is a lot of strange predicaments here. Hmm. Um, it's it's just like, uh, for example, um, the federal government they just lost the, the. Well, there was a thing where there was an injunction that a court ruled for three um, D printed files. Right. There are certain people, certain uh, DAs. And EGs that are saying, oh, well, you know, we're going to still consider the injunction still in, in, in place until this gets ruled on by an en banc. And they're like, no, that's not what they said. They said the in- injunction vacated. You can't say that it's that, <laughs> that you think it should be that way. And therefore it's going to be that way. Yeah. And they don't care because it's not their money. So they'll take it to court and, whatever arrest people and throw all of the citizens money at it and oh yeah sorry guess we got that one wrong but you know in the meantime hoping they bankrupt people or whatever uh swamp dog armory wants to know have you ever thought about doing an 80 percent revolver yeah we've talked about it it's pretty hard it would be i don't know yeah i don't know how we would get the end user to be able to finish it in any kind of reasonable way you know without a some kind of cnc machine and then to create something that the atf would think is a non-firearm receiver um is all is is the issue really so you know we've thought about it but probably probably won't happen for quite a while if ever yeah definitely definitely um how about an 80 percent grenade launcher (laughs) <laughs> almost every almost every grade in the launcher building 80 percent grenade launcher if you think about it yeah yeah i've seen i just saw I, I don't remember who it was a youtube channel this guy's making a what looks to be like an rpg type of homemade uh you know shoots like chalk rounds or something but uh it's, it's pretty pretty cool looking looks like he's been working on it for quite a while so you know, you There's know all to, kinds of different stuff out there. You know how to buy a grenade launcher, right? No. Okay. So Go to the Home Depot? <laughs> no, you don't buy it together. You buy the receiver, which sells as a regular firearm. Okay. Then you, you, you have to form one that. 
out of the destructive yeah. device. And then you buy uh, the tube, the 40 millimeter tube. And then you stick on there. Yeah, but then isn't each round a destructive device or something as well? Yeah. Depending on what it is. Yeah, that's expensive. That's an expensive round. <laughs> yeah, 200 but, bucks a pop. Yeah, but uh, I, just, I still want one, so I'm probably going to be doing yeah, that soon. Uh, just, right. uh, yeah, it's just really weird how you... It basically just attaches like an AR. Yeah. It's interesting what uh, rights get taken away from us. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, even though I mean, I have a forty. I have I have one. Um, but I don't. I I've never. I don't have any grenades. I don't plan to have any grenades because it's really expensive. Yeah, but you can get like other like kind of cool rounds out of it, like like smoke rounds and stuff like that. Yeah, you can also do it with a thirty-seven millimeter, but. It's 40 yeah. millimeters cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the 37 stuff. Uh, some guys make some, you know, flares and smoke rounds or whatever you want to say. Richard Hughes wants to know how many grenade launchers I have right now. I have one, but it's not, it's not a, uh, it's, it's basically a thumper, like a World War II thumper type thing. I, I want to have one that's actually mounted to a AR. But yeah. Um, Detective John Kimball says he's more afraid of gun rights during a Republic a Republican regime. That's when we seem to lose all our gun rights besides Clinton. Yeah. Um hundred percent agree. Dead horse says there's an eighty percent market for uh I mean, I mean there's a market for an eighty percent Thompson Center Encore receiver. And for the contender receivers. Yeah, I haven't looked into that one at all, but that could make sense. Yeah. Uh, Space Section also brings up another thing uh, where you can have, like, uh, they make these, like, uh, basically, it, it looks like a grenade, but you stick it in the actual tube and it has a bunch of 22s. So you shoot, like, a crap load of 22s at one time. Yeah. They call it a beehive or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they have that as well. So, so there's a lot of cool things that you can do with, with the grenade launcher other than shooting grenades. Yeah. But that's the fun one. Yo, that's what I want for my home defense, man. <laughs> I want flashbangs, night vision, body armor, and <laughs> grenades for my home defense. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting design. So you got the Scorpion coming out. You have the the three twenty. You're yeah. selling a crap load of P eighties, which everyone else is too. Um, yeah. Anything else that we should know about that's coming out? Are you working uh, on the, that? You can share. Yeah, the P three sixty five six hour P three sixty five. So that's that, just about done, and I I've been saying it forever, but it really is. I'll have. Uh, I'm supposed to have production samples, uh, like legitimate, ready to go production samples for the uh, range day this month. So I'm going to try to see if I can finish one myself before I bring it down. But if not, I'll at least have uh, you know the 80% form of it. So I'm getting some good results out of the out of the mold. 
so everything's looking good. It's just, uh, you know, dialing in the last couple little things. So, yeah. Uh, Gorillas and Guns is having issues with the P80 cycling. Um, you got to smack it harder with your purse next time. There you go. No, I think, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I don't know, man. Send me a video. I'll take a look and see if I could mine. Cycled great. I had uh, two P80 kits recently. Uh, thanks to Jordan, I had one, and I had one from uh, someone else. Um, and uh, oh, uh, Liberty Bell Firearms. And what I did is I kept one, and then Rob, you know Rob Olson, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he yep. he made one himself. So we like made P80s together. You know, it sounds kind of weird. It's like a Tupperware party. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't know if my lawyer is going to call me about legal stuff or to make a gun or about chickens <laughs> or t- talk about chickens, which happens. Or bring me eggs. So you raise chickens? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he raises chickens. Let's talk about chickens. They make these big ass, like huge eggs, man. They're insane. Yeah, they good. Uh, I I won't eat eggs from my house because I'm weird and I okay. look at them as baby fetuses. So if I if I have to make it myself or someone makes it in my house, then it's too weird for me to eat. But I don't eat it in a restaurant. Oh, don't ask okay. me why. Just it's just me being me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're talking about the Kentucky ballistics in the chat. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the, the Kentucky ballistics where you almost got killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. RN50, yeah. which I I think I, I don't know why that fell, but I said that a long time ago. I thought that was a bad design. Mm, I'm not quite sure. I, I know I looked at it, <clears throat> you know, probably a couple years ago. I haven't looked at one of those for quite a while, so I don't remember how it all goes together, but it's man, that video is kind of crazy. It's basically just a barrel, and you screw on end cap to the barrel, and there's a striker yeah. pin on the end cap that hits it. So there's no, like, relief valve or any... There's no other place where if something fails, an overpressure, yeah. there's no other place. The weakest part is going to be coming right back at you. The back plate. The back yeah, plate. Yeah, interesting. Going. And if you look, I mean, that's why slides like uh, who did a good um forgotten weapons did a good video on it that's why slides come off the front and not go off the back uh i got another question does jfd and other companies keep a list of customers who buy their p80s is it required if the atf goes to jfd to get names of p80 buyers or what happens next they did that to eb armory yeah, so I mean, we don't necessarily keep records as a requirement. It's just part of everyday business. If you go on my website, you order something, your name is going to sh- pop up because I have to match there. The credit card company has to match that to your credit card uh, and your billing address. So, it, I mean, if you buy something online, it's never private. Uh, you got to ship something. Um, I'm not giving up information, but uh, you know, what's visa going to do? What's, you know, the post office or FedEx going to do? 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's if you're buying online, it's it's never private or secure, or it, it's it's secure, but it's not private from you know what you bought or, or who bought it. So you know, you can go to a gun show, pay cash. Um, it's kind of tough in some of the PA gun shows because the attorney general's uh, crew has been out and yeah. doing their thing. Uh, so yeah, FOAC had a big, yeah. had a big part in getting JSD shut down from, uh, from Eagle Arms shows. Yeah. Thank you, uh, dead horse for the $2 and thank you for supporting us. Okay. Um, a couple other questions here, 80% shotguns. Um, so we would like to see an 80% option for everything. Shotgun, bolt action rifles, you know, like a Remington 700 or Savage, kind of like a, what is it, 110 or something like that. <clears throat> so we were working with a guy in Pennsylvania that, that developed an 80% shotgun receiver for a Mossberg 500. Um, it got denied. We, we worked with another company to develop a Remington 700 action. It got denied hard multiple times. So it's it's what we would like to see happen but it's it's uh you know we're at the liver or at the mercy of of atf on what they'll approve for a non-firearm receiver so i mean we could just go out and do it and and then have to fight them in court i guess to say no this isn't a gun and here's why but you know that gets tricky and i don't want my customers getting a knock at their door for no reason so uh that's that's what we've decided to do is is wait for atf determination letters um so we're, we're at their mercy we've, we've tried multiple different things and and gotten hammered on them and, and they're not approved so yeah uh mp5 another question you can get flats there's mp5 flats out there so you got to weld uh and do some pretty pretty hefty work on those but they're they're available um flying rich wants to know if you ever thought about taking tusk no, we started, looked into it. I was heading back from a gun show and uh, uh, Swamp Dog messaged me about it. And so I watched a couple of videos on it and everything. So we'll have to see how that, how to integrate it to the web. I'm not a website guy, so I'm not really sure how to yeah. do it. So. Uh, they, they just launched their integration and I actually beta tested it and it worked really well. Um, I'm going to start cool. taking it on my website. I think that we're going to be forced to use cryptocurrencies. And I'll tell Could you, be. and after the next question, I'll tell you why. Uh, and like, uh, Flying Rich will have been asking, calling you Josh for some reason. Uh, I've been called worse. That's all right. His second question: Will you be selling anything at IV eighty eight eighty eight? I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to. It's kind of like an industry only type of thing. There's no public there, so uh, we probably won't be. Would be my guess. All right. Uh, the reason why I think we should embrace Tusk and other cryptocurrencies is because there's a bunch of cryptocurrencies coming down the pipe that aren't exactly gun-friendly, that have built-in registrations. Uh, there's one called Safe, Safe, Safe Shield Coin, which basically is a online gun registry, and it runs daily background checks on you. That defeats the purpose of having crypto, doesn't it? Well, basically, they think that credit card companies and banks are going to shut up the firearms industry, which I agree with them. Yeah. So, so 
they're embracing it, saying, hey, look, they're stepping in because they're anti-gun, even though they're owned by a gun shop, apparently, called Department of Arms, D-E-P-T of Arms, um, and they're embracing it. That's that's a weird thing. I don't know where these people come from. I mean, that's a terrible idea. No gun, <laughs> no gun enthusiast is going to support that. On uh, John Crump New, I made a video about it, saying this is going to fail. Um, yeah, because what are you going to do? Force people to use a cryptocurrency that kind of violates their rights? I don't know. I don't know if they see it as a way to get rich quick kind of thing. I don't know. I, I don't think know. they do. I think. Yeah. I think they do, and I think that they that they know that they know what's coming down. So yeah. they want to be there to push their anti-gun agenda. And and they're not the only ones. There's like three different ones that are basically like that. If one has a lot of money behind it, they were at shot. Um, I can't remember what they're called. But they were at shot. And they're anti-gun? Well, they weren't too upfront about it until you dig yeah. into it. And then you see that they're anti-gun. <laughs> I dig into a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they would waste their time showing up to these events. I mean, it's not cheap to go to SHOT Show, you know, or put out all this marketing and stuff for it. That's People are stupid. That's it. Yeah, these are my favorites. All right, here we go. Another question. Notice JFD carries the the Phantom Stealth jig for 1911s and the 5D jig for AR platforms. These are my favorites. Did they choose to sell these because they think they are the best also? Yeah. um, Stealth, we have a pretty long-term relationship with with those guys out there too. So, um, yeah, plus it's it's a great jig. Um, We've not had them in a long time. They've been selling a ton of them. Uh, you know, in their retail shop or, or their website. Um, but yeah, we stealth arms is, is kind of top tier parts and, and jig, uh, and 5d same thing there. We're, uh, pretty close with, with that company there too, but, uh, them and, uh, the 80% arms easy jig was it the gen three, I think they're pretty much the identical jigs. So can't go wrong with either one of those, but, uh, early on on 5d, came out they they were kind of they're a little bit better than the, than the first easy jig and then uh they stepped it up again so yeah we we liked 5d and we liked the guys that that ran the company and yeah so i, I you know you, you have either one of those jigs you're you'll be just fine yeah i use uh my ghost gunner three that's really what you should get and if i don't use my ghost gunner three i use my ghost gunner two <laughs> <laughs> my big flex there yeah yeah that was nice i like that yeah that was those were uh sent to me by a mutual friend yeah who have a little bit to do with the ghost gunner projects yeah yeah it, yeah but yeah those are great man i mean they'll they, they're great I haven't been able to use one yet. I tried to, uh, I talked to our mutual friend over there and 
he said, we're, we're probably backed up. Well, I don't know what he said, a couple, few months, three months maybe or something, but it sounds like they're really cruising over there. So that, that's good. Yeah. Um, they Sell sent, as many as you can. Yeah. I got both before they came out, uh, to help like write an article. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's how I got mine. It wasn't just like, here, here you go. It's like, here, review the, I mean, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like anything like, Hey, you have to do an article on it. I mean, right. Well, they, it was, you have to do an article on it, but it wasn't like you have to give it a good review. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, the ghost gunner three does seem more of a complete project where the ghost gunner two seemed kind of like a, uh, like a beta project kind of like you, like, you could run into issues where you needed some technical knowledge, but the ghost gunner three took care of all that. Uh, SpaceX wants to know, do you know of any 80% shotguns out there? No, there, there's been rumors when I started digging into it, probably, well, it's probably been three years, three years ago or so now. Uh, there was rumored that there were, uh, was it Mossberg 88? Is it Maverick 88 or something? Receiver? I guess it's similar to the 500. Um, yeah, it's like cheaper. Guys, yeah, guys claim that they were popping up on Gunbroker periodically. So I don't know. I never, I've never seen one. I've never seen pictures of one. I've not been able to find any. But uh, so at this point, to me, it's just a legend. But I've never seen one. So I don't know. I don't think there is. Uh, there was a, well, there there was a guy that was making um, Logic Industries, I think was his name. Um, I don't know that he ever physically produced any and shipped them, but he had a pre-sale going. It was kind of like two halves of a of a receiver, and there were some blocking parts that you had to mill out or router out, and it was for a Mossberg 500 that took AR15 fire control components. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was kind of a cool, you know, cool early concept type of thing to get get the ball rolling. But I talked to somebody last month that said they still haven't gotten theirs, and they're one of his first pre order customers. And that's probably been three years or more that he, you know, announced it. So I don't know what I don't know whatever ended up happening there. So uh, John, Detective John Kimball wants to know: Do they sell uh, Modsburg parts kits? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know yeah. about that either. I've never tried to buy one. Um, yeah. Since I had my shoulder rebuilt, I have, um, I have shotguns, but I really don't shoot 12 gauges that much because, uh, you know, I only have indoor ranges and they're all slugs and having a rebuilt shoulder and shooting 12 gauge slugs is not exactly the best thing for your shoulder. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I shot a 12 gauge like right after my surgery to get my shoulder rebuilt. It was not a smart move. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound very pleasant. No. It, so, yeah. So I don't want to like damage my shoulder anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was build a 20 gauge or something, maybe something four ten 10 even probably out of the same receiver. I have a four ten. Um, I have a four ten that I love. It's my Henry side loader brass four ten. Nice. action. Yeah. It's like my favorite gun. Yeah, it sounds cool. It's very accurate and it's very fun to shoot. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a great gun. Um Henry makes some really good stuff. Yeah. I'm a big lever action yep. guy and revolver guy. 
Yeah, right. I haven't ventured down that path really. I need to. Some of that stuff looks pretty cool. Yeah, you can you can shoot a lever action very fast. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, we have people saying that you can uh, buy an 80% shotgun at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, man, you can build some crazy stuff at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a definitely a really, really cool. Um, some of the stuff you can build out of just like spare parts. Yeah, and that's the whole gun control thing that that's never going to work. Uh, you're always going to be able to build a gun. Guns are very simple, you know, at the core. Um, you know, the modern stuff we have is a little bit more technical to make it fancier or run better. But you know, a, a shotgun is a tube with a spiky end <laughs> to hit the primer. You know, so I had a friend uh, from Afghanistan, uh, and he grew up during the Soviet. Uh, invasion um and they and he said he used to find ak rounds like all like 762 rounds all over the place and they would get a tube that would fit the 762 round and, the, and as kids they would go like go out and like have target practice <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> with, with, with these rounds of like homemade like tubes yeah they would they would they would have fun they would just rig something up and shoot some rounds off down down a tube <laughs> oh man yeah he has some stories I, it sounds like it yeah yeah he was talking about he went back over to Afghanistan Afghanistan and uh he was with his son and they were in a taxi and the taxi driver was like oh where are you from and uh, he said oh yeah I'm from uh you know the they were in the southern part of of uh, Afghanistan said, oh, I'm from such and such northern part, blah, blah, blah. And he said, he was with his son, and his son, like, said, Daddy, are we almost there yet? In English. And uh, and he's like, okay, we can stop here. Uh, and he took his son and just, like, ran, and the taxi cab driver was, like, pointing at him, talking to other people. So he's like, he got scared. He's like, yep, I'm not going back here again. <laughs> they don't like him speaking English or what? Yeah, well, well, there he's an American. Um, his dad was a university professor. Oh yeah. Um, during and uh, over in in Afghanistan and uh, during the Soviet Soviet days when the Soviets invaded, his dad um helped out the CIA. So after. After the Soviets got routed in Afghanistan, his his family came to the U.S. So he's been in the U.S. ever since then. But he decided to go back because he wanted his son to actually see Afghanistan. Yeah. So his son spoke with like a perfect American accent. So it so he was afraid that they would know this guy must be an American. Yeah, yeah. Be suspicious of him. Yeah. So they had to run because it would be bad news if they found out that, you know, he's an American or from America. And, yeah. so his, and he told his son not to say anything when they got into the taxi, but his son did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, what's big? What's up to Devin out there? Uh, Devin's coming in late, as always. 
Trench War Chronicles. I don't know if you know him. A pretty cool guy. No. Really cool guy. Yeah. So that was a definitely uh, interesting um, story. Um, Afghanistan's a dirty place. It's beautiful, but yeah, dirty. I, I have no desire to go there. Uh, it, it's it's beautiful but dirty. Yeah. The mountains were beautiful. The cities are dirty. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with staying here in the United States. I don't need to go anywhere else, really. Oh, you don't like to travel, Jordan? I don't, no. <laughs> My wife does. We have uh, we have friends in Uganda. Uh, they're missionaries over there, and they want us to come over. And any, anytime, anytime my wife wants to go, she can go. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a lot of countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I used you know went to a couple different places to work and stuff like that. So yeah, I've been a little bit, a little bit of pay. I've got to experience some third world countries, um, which is always eye opening. Yeah, you know, it's it's just something that's uh, a little bit shocking. All right, so JST is going to be at IV eighty eight eighty eight. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun down there retreating the binary Glock trigger which is awesome no award from the ATF when that's going to be approved no probably be another six months before we hear anything back at the earliest that is awesome is it going to be a drop in yeah yep they're just a drop in mm-hmm. so you're going to like it a poor man's Glock 18 basically yeah yeah, that's awesome. I love binary triggers. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. So people don't like the ATF apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, the binary triggers are going to be awesome. There are there is a couple of companies that have done it without going through the ATF and uh, um, I don't know if that's the best business decision for them. Yeah. I don't know that. Have you seen the um, rare breed? That's what, talking, trigger? that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That was never, I, that never went to know. the ATF. I don't know if the ATF would approve that or not. No, I, I don't think they would. I have another friend that did a very similar very, very, very similar trigger pack to what Rare Breed did, and his was denied at least twice, from what I remember. And I've seen other uh, other determination letters of other similar ideas to that. They were denied hard. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what uh, what the thought process is there. Um, I mean, I agree with Rare Breed and all of these other guys that have tried it that, no, it's not a machine gun. It does not meet the definition. But, I, you know, I don't want to go to court over that. So. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people say, you know, screw the ATF. Why go to the ATF as a business owner? I mean, they can put you in jail. I mean. Yeah, and it's, it's not safe for your customers either. Do you, you know, guy that just a regular guy doesn't know anything about it and they come to his house and 
turns into a shootout with the ATF over something that you probably shouldn't have, you know, maybe shouldn't have stolen in the first place. I, you know, I, I don't know. Look don't at know the, the uh, like auto key card thing. Yeah. That whole thing, that whole mess. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people are in hot water over that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not a machine gun either, no, obviously. It's a but freaking piece of metal. It's stupid. Yeah. So who knows what they're yeah. gonna decide? Yeah. The piece of metal with a uh drawing on it. With an artwork on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh somebody saying research the ATF history on their own website. The ATF was actually came out of out of the IRS basically. Department of Taxation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we've been on for a little bit over an hour. Let me go ahead and tell everyone goodbye and have a good day. I'll be back tomorrow. If you want to support me, patreon.com slash John, the Carl Super Chats are open. Go to crumpy.com for all my latest links. And with that, I'm going to kick it over to Jordan. Um, and Jordan, you have the final word. Pitch anything you want, say anything that you want, whatever you want to say. Well, just, uh, you know, thanks again for having us on. Thanks to GOA for everything you guys do for a little segment of the industry. Uh, find us on Instagram, JSD Supply, Facebook, JSD Supply, JSDsupply.com. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Stay safe.